0: Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm LLC offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info@brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Are you an inspiring entrepreneur? Or maybe you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level. My name is Larry W. Brooks, and I am the author of Empowering Quotes for the Entrepreneur in You and The Entrepreneur Code. In these two books, I guarantee you there's success secrets that will take your business to the next level. I personally invite you to visit LarryWBrooks.com, go under the books link, and purchase your signed personal copy from myself. You have a great day, and have an awesome 2020.
1: Thursday. Welcome to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I invite you to do so at Prime Real Estate Rick. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential or commercial real estate anywhere in the great state of Texas, but especially here in the lovely city of Houston, reach out to me directly on Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick. I want to thank everyone in the audience for tuning in this week. As you've noticed, the Texas real estate king, Mr. Larry W. Brooks, is away on assignment. And I have a very special guest co-host sitting in with me. Those who watch the Prime Real Estate Network podcast on a regular basis are familiar with my guest co-host. He is not only one of the finest mortgage professionals here in the greater Houston area, but he's also an entrepreneur, a visionary, an inspiration and a motivator to entrepreneurs and business people all over the globe i want to thank him for co-hosting and sitting in with us today he is with certainty home loans thank you for sitting in with us mr mel simmons thank you thank you so much oh my god you hyped me up with that one right there <laughs> oh no you my people man and it's funny because um those who watch the podcast on a regular basis knows that one of the things Larry and I like to do is ask our guests if they would ever consider co-hosting, mm-hmm. and we always do it when we're recording, so it's hard for you to say no, so I want to thank <laughs> you so much for following through with that
2: commitment, bro. they
1: making some time to sit in with us, man.
2: Yes, yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: You know, man, you've been doing um, some big things in and around the greater Houston area. We've had a chance to work together, not just on this podcast, but some other things with the brokerage, just so... For everyone in our audience, could you just get them up-to-date of what's been going on with Mr. Mel Simmons, mortgage professional.
2: Yes, so um, everything's going well. Um, Been building a little bit of a presence here in Houston, also down in Florida. And some very, very exciting news. I have partnered with uh, Brixton Davis as a preferred lender. So, talking about. Awesome on that. Represent, represent. And uh, I'm very, very happy that they would select me uh, to, to have that honor of being the first. And I'm looking forward to crushing it with them so it's been great and I appreciate you guys
1: no I appreciate you for um, carving some time out your schedule on a Thursday we all know in the real estate profession Thursday is that day yeah yeah I mean you try to get all your business buttoned up so that we can get away on those long three-day weekends so I appreciate you for carving some Thursday time out for us mm-hmm. so for those in the audience male, um the mortgage industry home loans is a um, profession and it's an art that changes on a regular basis so could you just please um bring our audience up to date of what's the latest and greatest as far as home loans and lending and everything that's going on at certainty home loans
2: well right now as you guys know uh as miss Laura is going to speak about I'm, I'm sure you know it's a tough market however um you know that doesn't mean that clients are not still purchasing homes people are still purchasing homes they're still using financing so you know this tough market is a cycle it happens and it's still a good time to purchase real estate if you need to buy a house you know so like just being out there and just educating my clients like it costs money to wait and you know a lot of them don't see it that way but we we have like um, programs and systems that show like that cost of waiting and you know like things always reset things always rebound so you know i just try to make sure that my clients know like just go ahead if you want to purchase if you can afford to do so now is still a good time to buy i
1: mean because i sometimes hearing your story it takes me back to before i owned my first property and sometimes it's not the message, it's the messenger. Right. So, for those in our audience who are connecting and vibing, and since they're seeing you for the second time, want to reach out, just share with our audience how someone could get in contact with you as far as talking to you about home loans or getting pre qualified today.
2: You can follow me on IG at Mel, your trusted lender. Uh, yeah, and you can also <laughs> give me a call at 832 823 9858. Again, that's 832 823 9858. You know, don't let you tell yourself that you don't qualify for a house. Make sure you talk to your loan officer, like myself, and, uh, you know, have that conversation. Hey, a lot yeah. of times, you know, we we set up our own roadblocks right. in life,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, without just following through with the process and, 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 and seeing what's out there. So make sure that you guys follow through with the process. Uh, people are still becoming homeowners every
1: single day. You know, and I want to thank you for sitting in and, it's really um, a godsend to have you be able to co-host this week because having a mortgage professional on the show, especially when we're interviewing one of the foremost real estate leaders Ooh. in the city of Houston, is great okay. because the questions that I have from a entrepreneurial real estate standpoint and your experience as a lender, I think will add so much to the conversation.
3: Absolutely. And
1: without any further ado, I would like to introduce this week's guest. Mr. Brooks and I, when we are on the Prime Real Estate Network, we always talk about the power of networking. And today's guest is just an example of how powerful networking, connections, and knowing talented people can be. So I would like to introduce, she is not only the CEO and founder of Living Houston Real Estate, but she is also an inspiration, a motivation, and one of the foremost business leaders and entrepreneurial business women anywhere in the great oh state goodness. of Texas. I want to thank her because I know how it is for a broker on a Thursday. Very much so. so. Thank you for sitting in to the Prime Real <laughs> Estate Network, Miss Laura Wiseman. How are you doing? Absolutely.
3: I am so honored, number one, to be invited. Um, also, same as you were saying, you're really hyping me up there. <laughs> 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 it's funny because that is not how I think of myself, but I appreciate the introduction.
1: No, as a business leader, and my first question always for you is: is that when you're building out your team, when you first started going out and looking Mm -hmm. for like-minded professionals, what are you looking for as far as talent when adding to the Living Houston real estate team?
3: Well, it's a little, it's kind of dual, it's not kind of, it is dual-sided because Mm -hmm. I'm first and foremost, I'm a broker, I'm a business owner, and then I also do produce, so I have my team. Oh,
1: you're still getting out there, getting your hands dirty in the game. Now, for the audience who may not be aware, how unique is that for a broker at your level that still actually handle transactions and work with clients?
3: Well, um, it's actually one of the questions a lot of times if you see um, when you're interviewing brokerages, if you're trying right. to consider what brokerage to go to. One of the questions I always advise people to ask is find out if your broker does still produce. Oh. Um, Sometimes you'll have a brokerage where there's, you know, the broker who the owner of the brokerage and then the broker of records. So those are two separate people. Mm-hmm. If they're one and the same like myself, sometimes you're still producing, um, especially when a brokerage is young. I, I think the stats I was just looking at the stats um, a couple weeks ago, but it's like 88 percent of small brokerages. The broker has to still produce to help keep the business afloat until it gets to a certain point of production with the agents' production that are in the that brokerage. Makes sense. Um, you know, people will talk about the pros and cons of each. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, it's good for the broker to still be producing because I'm still out there. I'm still staying current on all of the contract changes, what's going on with mm-hmm. the market. It's, you know, in real estate, there's a lot of things that if you stop doing them, even for a little while, you get rusty. Yeah. And if you don't do a deal for like a month and you go back in there and start trying to pull up all of the different forms, all the promulgated forms, you're like, wait, when did this change? This right. used to be Section 12. Now it's Section 15. So it keeps me current with that.
1: You know, it's, it's really tough. And the cool thing about um, having a leader like you on the podcast is that we can give our audience a glimpse into what it takes to build a successful company. Mm-hmm. So let's go back Ms. Laura to before you actually started leading your team becoming a broker. What inefficiency did you see in the real estate market at the time mm-hmm. that you felt like when I have my own team when I'm running my own shop we're going to fill in this gap. What is that foundational piece of your company that you want to stand on from that point?
3: Um You know, when you're building a real estate team, there's pretty much a template that if you're willing to do everything in that template, you're going to be successful if you show up every day and do those things. Um, And you kind of have to operate as a well-oiled machine and you can crank that stuff out. So that to the side, when I first started, I did get on a very high producing team as a brand new rookie agent and I was working like seven days a week and the main thing I noticed was the lack, or shall I say, there was customer service, but the customer service gets very diluted. If you get into this business and you plan to scale it, um, that means you're doing volume. And as you do volume, one of the things that starts to go by the wayside is the customer service and the attention to the fact that these people are people, they're human beings and Mm -hmm. they have lives. Um, they're not just a number. So a lot of agents who are scaling, and I support that. I'm all about you know building your business and getting those numbers. But when you're focused on the numbers, the number of houses or how much you are producing or that GCI, when you're primarily focused on that and you know, that's your tunnel vision, you forget that you're representing human beings. And right. so the number one issue I noticed when I was on... Um, A couple different teams was these people this is the number one thing in their life they're just hyper focused on it it's all consuming when you're moving and when you're selling a property and typically when people are moving it's because of a life event so they've got other stuff going on it's going to be emotional no matter how much they say they're not emotional they are Mm -hmm. and in order to really give them a well-rounded customer service experience like a very good customer service experience you have to also tend to the emotional side a little bit yes i mean how many you know memes and jokes are out there that if you're a real estate agent you're also a therapist right Mm -hmm. i mean that's a given absolutely so um when you just turn a blind eye to the fact that somebody's family is depending on you to represent them in one of the biggest transactions of their life um you need to take like You need to respect that and take it seriously.
1: Absolutely. So, I
3: noticed that was lacking with a bunch of the teams because as soon as I got into it, I realized, all right, I don't just want to be the realtor that sells, you know, three to five houses a year. If I'm going to put myself through this, (laughs) I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work around the clock and and never get to clock out essentially. And if I'm going to do that, I want to make it well worth it monetarily. Right. So, in order to do that, you have to have volume.
2: Right.
1: so were you able to put some systems in place some checks and balances when you have new agents what type of things do you train them on so that the customer service is a foundation of them as well because when you're training that's just like teaching and you're setting a company culture how do mm-hmm. you go about bringing new people into the fold and even if that's not their main focus illustrating for them how important that is in building their business
3: yeah and it's I'm so happy you asked that um you know, most people that get into this, I talk to a lot of new agents or even just people that are taking classes and they're like, this is my plan. And when I get you know, down and dirty with them and ask them why they're doing this, most of them, it's very common that the answer is, I, I wanna help people. Oh, wow. So people are getting into this business because they have that underlying desire. Right. And you get into it and don't realize how hard this business is. It is a very, mm-hmm. very difficult business to survive in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the stats right now are what four out of five agents don't make it past the first year. Correct. So you have got to have some type of support. And with that being said, you don't realize when you first start. There's, I mean, not many, not many brokerages actually even take a rookie agent. That's
2: true too. That's true.
3: So mm. most of them, especially. The bigger, you know, very well known international brokerages or nationwide brokerages, they need you to meet a certain level of production, have a certain amount of experience before they'll even talk to you. So, um, you know, when I decided to start the brokerage, one of the reasons was because there were so many things I was personally looking for mm-hmm. as an agent, as a new agent that was super driven and wanted to be successful and passionate about the industry. But in order for me to succeed, there were certain things that I needed. I could not find them. And whether you're a new or, you know, rookie agent, or you're coming back from kind of a hiatus, you haven't done it in a while, or you're someone that just hasn't done that much business and you want to take it to the next level where Mm -hmm. you're truly doing it full time and making a regular income off of it. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, you have to scale to some extent. Right. so you know if you want to do more than three to five million a year I think that you've got to have some type of admin support at the right. very minimum right. so you can outsource a transaction coordinator but say you just want to get an assistant how are you managing that assistant now you become I mean it's a lot it's right. a
1: lot and the thing is, is that everything that you're speaking towards every broker every business builder can empathize, sympathize, and can relate to the story that you're illustrating for us. But my question for you is this, is that what is Living Houston Real Estate, what are you guys focused on in 2022? What is it that you guys are doing to help inform, educate the public? What aspect of the real estate process are you and your teams building on this year?
3: For me, Right now, honestly, I'm more focused on I'm new, so we're building our roster with agents. Ah, recruiting! And yes, and yes. I hate to say recruiting—that term kind of has like a negative connotation mm-hmm. to it. But as I, I always say, like I like to attract agents because I f- usually feel that the agents that are attracted to us and to me as a leader and broker, they have a very specific culture that they are drawn to. Right um and very similar to what you were saying earlier you know in any business but especially in real estate what am i doing to make myself different and what value am i adding and i've always had a passion for teaching so Mm -hmm. i teach a lot of workshops um also building a course right now teach for har classes Mm -hmm. for them and um My goal is education, because whether you're new or you're a veteran, I don't care who you are, how long you've been doing this, you can always learn. And so professional development, in my opinion, if you are focused on growth and educating yourself and being becoming a better professional, it's almost inevitable that you'll reach your goals.
2: So I have like a similar mission uh, as far as the education that I was sharing earlier. Could you speak to like like how powerful that's been for your business to not only help new uh, realtors come on board and also help your clients like learn about the home buying process like you said you do home buying Mm -hmm. seminars and stuff like that how much of a powerful tool is that for brokers that that want to run a successful business
3: well in a sense what it is is education education is the tool regardless of who you're educating on what so if education is the tool it's like you cannot go wrong you can't fail um With my rookie agents, you know, I really, truly, I really, truly wanna see them succeed. And I know how hard it is to succeed in this business. So I'm pretty much giving them everything they could possibly need other than just their work ethic and then for them to show up. Um, There's a lot of like proprietary forms, stuff we've built within the brokerage, you know, for instance i this started because i was a loan agent, and I had no help, no assistant. <laughs> I had like seven or ten listings at once. I had all these buyers going on, some rental clients. I didn't even realize that I was killing it until a couple of years later. Somebody was like, "You're doing really good." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> um, I was drowning to the point I still remember I had to pull over on Highway 90 out in Sugarland, and I had a straight-up nervous breakdown. And right. like, I'm a, I'm a strong girl. Like I've been through a lot. And have four kids like all this stuff I'm like I can manage anything and I got to where I was breaking and I had to step back luckily my husband helped me tremendously he's a he's an entrepreneur and he was like I still remember standing in the kitchen with him he was like babe you gotta hire some help uh-huh. yeah. and I was so scared about having to pay them and he was like what are you talking about look what you're doing you're gonna be able to pay them, and um, brought him on and when this assistant came on, who now she's my office manager, could not function without her. This was years ago and she came in and I had scribbled down everything I was possibly doing for a buyer client or a seller client on Mm -hmm. a piece of paper. And it became, it went from one page and it started growing, it became like 10 pages long of every little teeny tiny thing you could imagine that I was doing, but every little thing was important. Absolutely. But how do you keep all that straight in your head?
1: You know, and it just, this your story is so empowering and it just and i want to ask you about this when we come back from our break because one of the things that larry and i have seen as a common thread with so many business people like yourself is that when people meet you let's say yesterday Mm -hmm. they may not necessarily appreciate the evolutionary process that your experiences have provided you with when we come back from our break if you wouldn't mind sharing with our audience a little bit about your life before real estate Mm -hmm.
3: I have tons. And what you (laughs)
1: did before you decided to take this plunge into entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. Me and Mr. Simmons are going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors, but we'll be right back
0: i'm serial entrepreneur larry w brooks and i'd like to personally invite you to take a closer look at the pure hustle clothing brand along with several books that i've authored to take entrepreneurs small business owners to the next level of their business so please take a look at shoplwb.com how do you survive
4: three years ago i set out on a mission to create the blueprint for how we could go into our own neighborhoods buy blocks renovate them and combat the negative effects of gentrification today that vision is reality our project is located in the heart of the historic Lions avenue business district in fifth ward of houston Lions avenue was once a thriving black business district with businesses and commerce however after desegregation that all changed now we are recreating that legacy these buildings are 100 years old we just gave them a new life. This house was built in 1925 and was vacant for years. It's now a podcast studio and is rented out as an event space for everything from engagement parties to TV commercials, music videos. City council even had meetings here. We've had birthday parties. We've had baby showers and the five to ten thousand dollars a month generated in this building. This is Prime Real Estate Rick,
1: and I'm here to present to you this week's Prime Real Estate Network Home Buyer insider this beautiful four bedroom two and one half bath home is located in the highly sought after hanover forest community in north harris county this beautiful property can be you and your family's private sanctuary from all the hustle and bustle of big city living reach out To the Texas real estate king Mr. Larry W. Brooks Or myself, Mr. Prime Real Estate Rick Davis to schedule you and your family's Private showing Today Welcome back to the Prime Real Estate Network Podcast, I'm your host Rick Davis You can find me on Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick, my special guest Co-host is Mr. Mel Simmons Mortgage professional with Certainty Home Loans, I want to thank him So much for sitting in with us this week Mr. Simmons Thank you a lot, thank you, thank you our guest this week is the CEO and founder of Living Houston Real Estate, Ms. Laura Wiseman. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I want to um, thank you publicly for being so transparent.
3: Of course. About
1: some of your business practices mm-hmm. and some of the uh, strategies mm-hmm. behind how you built such a successful brand and real estate company. but. I want to ask you this question for our audience because there's members of the audience who we have mutual friends and people who done business with you, business partners and the like. And I want to give them a little bit of behind the curtain Mm -hmm. as far as Laura Wiseman's evolution as a businesswoman and entrepreneur. So what did you do before real estate and what was the tipping point that motivated you to get off the sidelines and jump onto the highway of business ownership?
3: I don't know if y'all are ready for the story. Um, <laughs> so I was raised in a very religious family, and I was told my whole life, like, you go, go to a Christian college, you're going to find yourself a Christian man and raise kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the oldest of three girls and always very much a take-charge kind of person, um, but I just really was never told that I had any other option. It wasn't until I got out there, actually had kids. Um I went through a divorce with my first husband, got remarried, had another baby, so I'm four kids deep and actually going through a divorce with my now husband. We went through a divorce, but ended up staying together. Um, Mm -hmm. But during that time, I was about to be single with four kids again, and in the past, I had never pursued a career, Mm. Um, I'm not blaming it on my upbringing, but I just was never told that that was even an option for me i was just always told to be a mom and so it was really really later in my life that i felt like the security that i needed ultimately i had to provide it for myself Mm. and um you know i could probably write books on everything that led to that point but i was definitely on my own with no money and like i always say i think the people that make it the best in this business are the ones that don't have a choice mm-hmm. you know you don't you don't have anything to fall back on you get your license and you're like this is going to work um but yeah when i started i borrowed i still remember i had to borrow 1200 dollars from my mom to pay for my courses i went and knocked them all out in two weeks that's why when i hear people saying you know oh well i don't know i'm gonna try to get it done in two months i'm like Mm-mm, that's mm-hmm. if you really want to do something you can do it mm-hmm. so left my kids with my sister went and knocked out my classes and while I was in class, I started texting people I knew in the industry and said, I'll work for free. What can I do? I don't care how much I got to work. I'll work around the clock. I want to make it in this business. I'm sitting in the classes at Champions hearing everybody and hearing how kind of lackadaisical everybody was about the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is no joke. Like I started, I I started doing the numbers. I will never forget the, the one thing that a teacher said if I remember anything from all of those hours in school they said the average Realtor sells three houses a year. Mm -hmm. And it's true. 80% of Realtors sell about three houses a year. I start working the numbers and I was like, wait, okay, that's not gonna work for me. I need way more money than that. So I just knew that I had to take it into overdrive from day one. And the only way to do that, education. Like Mm -hmm. how else was I gonna learn? So I texted a few people. I said, I'll work for free, tell me where to be. I'll be there every day. And I worked for free um, for at least a year. Mm. learned everything um and then branched out on my own and i mean went from there i mean it was not easy it's still not easy um it just kind of evolves but also you know it gets more gratifying you make more money you know all those Mm. kind of things but it's definitely something that you have to fight for um people get into real estate and they think it's just going to be so easy. They see all these smoke and mirrors on mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. and it's like, no, it's just like with anything else, you're starting at entry level. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. and yeah. You know, um,
1: go ahead. I'm now. sorry.
2: Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that. Like w- what you're describing is an extreme uh, level of grit, Mm -hmm. you know and it's uh not easy to do these things so you know people always ask for what's the secret sauce you know what's the secret sauce to how you got to where you were how you know how hard you work when really like there isn't any like Mm -hmm. you said like I had no other options so obviously when you're going through this you've run through a, a patch of fear right and
3: Almost daily, right? So, yeah.
2: like, for our people that that do have the grit and desire to be successful in this business, whether it be as a realtor, broker, or loan officer, you know, this entire business is tough. What can you tell them about how to pass through that fear and continue to work to towards their goals when it when the bills get tight, when you don't think you're going to get any. You know closings and stuff like that. Like, could you speak towards like what mentality like you had to develop when you did have those fear? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's part. I mean, having faith in something obviously helps. Um, and I hear this that question a lot, and the answer is typically, um, you know, get a mentor. And it sounds so simple. It's not easy to find mm-hmm. a mentor in this business. It's it's Somebody not. that is successful does not have time to mentor. Right. Um, you know, that's coming from myself and I kind of mentor a lot right now. Um, but I, what I think is very, very important when you do get in this business and you're struggling and you have those, those down moments, mm-hmm. um, it is extremely important that you are able, it doesn't have to be a mentor, even in real estate, it doesn't have to be a, a real estate oriented mentor. You have got to have just one person that you can go to that is going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And someone that's successful that's going to say, someone like any of us, that's going to say, listen, I know you see where I'm sitting right now, but I promise you, I had those moments. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell, I was just telling one of my agents the other day, you know, getting my new office open and launching this business has been excruciating, um, very rewarding, and I wouldn't change anything, but still excruciating. And there was a moment um, about eight months ago, where i broke down and i'm not a big crier at all i cried for like three days straight i could just not handle it so much and you know like i said before luckily my husband's an entrepreneur he's one of the main people that would be that sounding board for me and say okay now that you're done with your pity party right everybody goes through this
1: but miss laura i have to ask you this because your story is so moving that i'm sure there are members of our audience that's sitting in a chair that you sat in 5, 10, 15 years ago who feel like, I'm not put together. I don't have a real estate license. I don't have any experience. Before we sign off this week, are you open to speaking to those people who are hungry?
3: 100%. Who have
1: desire.
3: That's what drives me.
1: How can they reach out to you to talk to you about possibly working with you as an affiliate, getting part of your mentorship program? How can someone take action today as Um, far as getting in contact with you, Ms. Lowe?
3: My assistant's going to kill me, but you are welcome to text me directly. (laughs) Um, My number's everywhere. You can pretty much Google me and see. It's my personal cell phone out there. It's why I probably have over 150 messages just from this past hour. But what I do want to say to everybody, I got my real estate license at 38 years old with no yes. prior experience. It is never too late. I was going through a divorce with four kids, no money. It You can do it if you want to. So it's never, ever, ever too late to start. Um, but email me, you can follow me, you can DM me, whatever you need. Um, but you can Google Living Houston, Google my name, and you can find a way to contact me.
1: I Thank you so much because I know your story is so relatable to so many people. It's just that when you're going through challenges, Sometimes you can feel alone. Oh, yeah. The negative self-talk is real. Right, hearing your testimony humanizes not only yourself, but also makes people realize that they're not in this alone. Do we have time for one last question? Well, I'll tell you this, though, because we're going to have to sign off shortly. But I will say this, Mr. Mel Simmons, please, for everyone in the audience who would like to contact you as far as... Loan, consultation, pre-qualifying, how can they reach out to you directly?
2: You can reach out to me at mail your trusted lender and also 832-823-9858. It is my personal cell as well. Oh, and yeah, i happy to Personal
1: help.
3: numbers today. <laughs> hey, it works.
1: No, and I want to thank you too, Mr. Simmons, because the work that you've been doing as far as pushing your platform, building your brand, partnering with Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, you are the epitome of what me and Mr. Brooks are trying to build with this podcast and with this platform because everyone in our audience, I want them to know that when we have guests on the show, these are people that we partner with, that we work with. These aren't just people that we're finding via email or via publicists or things of that nature. So this here, what you're doing, I want to publicly thank you, and I want you to know that people in the greater Houston area, if you don't always get your kudos and pats on the back. You're providing an invaluable
2: service. Thank you so much. So from
1: that standpoint, I want to thank you again. Ms. Laura, like I promised you earlier, I'm going to put you on the spot. If there's ever an opportunity for you to sit in and co-host with me, I would love to have the option of being able to reach out to you, possibly if that, see if we could work something 100%, like that out. One
3: hundred percent, I would love that.
1: I want to thank you so much for sitting in. Give a big shout out to your team. So everybody over in yeah. living Houston, we yeah. haven't forgot about you. That's
3: what allows me to be here. Matter anything. of fact, next
1: time, is Laura, you got to bring some members of the team. I
3: definitely will.
1: Absolutely. So thank you so much. On behalf of myself, Mr. Mel Simmons, the Texas Real Estate King, Mr. Larry W. Brooks, I want to thank everyone in the audience for tuning into the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. If you need anything in the meantime, in between time, I'm just a text, inbox message, or DM away. Until next time, next Thursday in the noon hour, everyone out there, please be safe and be blessed.